how some people they define the experience of this world as happiness and others they define the experience of this world as distress we work hard to become more happy increase our happiness and we work hard to mitigate the distress these are the two objectives of all human endeavor but the shastras give a very nice example and shila prabhupad gives this very nice striking analogy that sometimes uh, when a person you know in the farms fields you'll find stool <laughs> and sometimes a person you know you uh, hate or dislike the wet stool and if the stool is dry you tell oh this is okay <laughs> but ultimately stool is stool either wet or dry in a similar fashion in this material world there is no question of happiness the same thing is called happiness so happiness can be compared to dry stool and distress can be compared to wet stool ultimately both is stool fever is fever temperature is temperature sometimes when a patient is visited by relatives or somebody then he may tell oh i am feeling very happy today how are you i am fine so prabhupada is where is the question of being fine in hospital if a person is in hospital it means he or she is not fine but why a person tells i am fine because the temperature has come down it was high say 104 now it has come down to 100 so definitely a person will feel good like some of us would have faced the covid fever so it is very high on the first day the entire body could be paining for many and then second day third day it's great relief gradually for most of the people a crude example in a similar fashion in this material world raupartals where is the question of happiness there is always fever whatever situation we are in the problem of death we have to face so if a person has to die where is the question of happiness the disease have to be faced always a person can become how much ever rich he can attain more than what he desired wealth opulence name fame but diseases he has to face and sometimes the diseases are so bad especially in the old age old age everyone has to face so now uh, most of us would be young who are hearing this session but some of us could be old they must be realizing and we also will become old and we'll realize and we have seen how very powerful people who are powerful when they were in their jobs and business but now that they have retired they could be bureaucrats they could be ministers xyz but now nobody is caring for them and there are so many diseases so many problems in the body sometimes they wish how soon will i die nobody cares for them they are very powerful and 20 people were there to receive them escort them now nobody is there even to carry their luggage and so many things nobody cares for you and apart from this so many physical maladies are there so anybody in this world has to face diseases death old age and so many problems every step there is problem now you are hearing this session you keep on sitting straight after some time you need to shift your legs your your neck or like that otherwise it will start paining so relief if we shift our legs that can be taken as happiness that is taken as relief and then it could be very hot uh especially in mumbai it's humid now so if somebody is able to 
be in an air conditioner then that is very nice then we'll feel good so otherwise it's misery so air condition experience cannot be taken as happiness it is absence of misery that we are perceiving as happiness then after some time we may feel hungry again distressed to counteract that distress we will eat and that is taken as happiness and then we might have to go to some place travel if we travel on foot it could be quite miserable so we use automobile and then we feel happy isn't it so this is called happiness it is nothing but negation of distress then we'll feel tired and uh, to counteract this misery of tiredness we take rest and that is perceived as happiness so in this fashion we have to understand every moment we are being bombarded with miseries adhyatmik adibhautik and adidevik created by my mind and body created by other living entities or by natural forces just like covid now natural force is there so like this all the miseries are there of these three varieties which are striking us at every single moment and when we are able to counteract these miseries that is taken as happiness but actually if you see there is no happiness because these distresses are always present in everybody's life so if some people are able to avoid such distress to some degree then that is perceived as happiness so it is compared to wet stool and dry stool stool is stool you cannot allow i have touched only dry stool i did not touch the wet portion so this is fine you know so in a similar fashion we have to understand in this world of duality which we call happiness and distress the reality is only distress sometimes the distress is more sometimes when the distress is mitigated or one kind of distress we get relief from that is perceived as happiness so the solution of this situation of duality wet stool and dry stool is not by any kind of hard work any kind of law of attraction any kind of writing books that i have become a millionaire and billionaire and making any kind of business plans or future plans or family plans nothing is going to work so what works that is what we are going to discuss today a very very powerful technique and what is that technique this is stated in the famous verse which is quoted by many devotees many times uh, this is a prayer of prahlad maharaj which he offered to lord narsingh dev so what is this prayer prahlad maharaj tells naivo dwije par duratyaya vaitaranyad tvad veere gayan mahamrit magna chittaha shoche tato vimukha chetasa indriyartho maya sukhaye bharam udvahato vimudhan so prahlad maharaj was a small child 5 year old but he suffered so many challenges not just challenges even so many life attempts were made to kill him by his father the person who is supposed to protect him in the first place but prahlad maharaj was completely unaffected and when lord darsing dev has come here personally to grant him some boon prahlad maharaj is telling no my dear lord please do, i do not want anything naivo dwije par duratyaya vaitaranyat duratyaya means very difficult to cross what is very difficult to cross vaitaranya vaitarni so vaitaranyat means crossing a river which is known by the name vaitarni or crossing over this material world so what is this river vaitarni so as we understand from uh, google map these days oh here there is a road and you know they have very nice satellite imaging they will tell you here there is river there is tunnel there is bridge in a similar fashion shrimad bhagavatam also describes the universal topography 
and in the universal structure there is a river those people who are sinful so people do not understand these simple things there is no time to think that some people are having good bodies some people are having bad bodies so what is the reason why different bodies are being created so nobody wonders so a person a person needs to have just simple logic if we can understand an automobile cannot come by itself it has come with a reason and it has been made by somebody if we can understand computer cannot come on its own computer has to be manufactured by somebody no amount of millions and billions and trillions and zillions of years of evolution also cannot produce a computer it just cannot assemble on its own then how this human brain which is much 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 more powerful than a supercomputer and consumes much 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 less energy than what a supercomputer would consume and it is amazingly more efficient also and amazingly more small also so such a compact supercomputer which consumes very less power which is very more powerful very high in processing and storage how can it assemble on its own and this brain is just but a small part of this wonderful body which has got so many fantastic organs so if we can understand computer cannot come its own what to speak of supercomputer or what to speak of this most amazing supercomputer which is fitted in our brain and what to speak of this body in which every cell is more complex than a metropolitan city so how it can assemble on its own there is no question computer cannot come in on its own so our body our brain cannot come on its own even after many many years of evolution so this is very simple concept if you can just understand computer cannot come on its own then it is very simple to understand everything else then so many bodies are being created why they are being created why some bodies are born diseased and uh, creator is equally disposed to everybody we are all children of creator as parents always love their children this tendency is coming from our father very simple we have to understand if we have to have some knowledge of god we simply have to analyze ourselves whatever propensities we have we have got it from our source so god should have all these things which we are having just this very simple concept we need to imbibe in our life and then everything is self understood so we are having just like a drop of ocean it borrows the properties of the ocean the particulates ppm ph all these things a drop of water will borrow from the ocean all these properties so all the properties which a drop is exhibiting ocean must have it the source must have it so whatever properties features we are having god must have it we love our children god also loves his children then why is giving some of the children bad bodies because it is simple to understand uh, just like a criminal is being punished by the judge although he is impartial basis his activities or her activities in a similar fashion we are being given different bodies so people are not able to understand the simple fact and if from birth a person is having such unfortunate bodies it means in previous life who would have done some actions so that he is uh, subject to such miserable bodies in this life so we are eternal we do action and we receive bodies it is very very clear so if we commit very very abominable sin if i kill somebody i will be killed if i kill 20 people then what is the punishment you cannot kill a person more than once so to punish such people so now we understood from common sense that how behind this creation there is a creator and this creation is happening the bodies we are getting basis the actions which we are how simple it is to understand very complication 
we love our children this property we have got from god god loves his children still some people have unfortunate body it means it is their own action their own karma we put others to suffering then we have to suffer that is why the meat is called mamsa in sanskrit mamsa khadati iti mamsa i am eating you so you shall eat me in next life this is the meaning people don't understand in sanskrit every word has got a meaning sansar has come from sansriti sansriti means repeated cycle of birth and death it's a cycle sansriti so repeated cycle of birth and death sansriti from there the word has come sansar here repeated birth and death happens so every word in sanskrit has a meaning there is no by chance in english language you just give any name like that that also has got etymology of course but many times it is just by chance sanskrit it has got a deep meaning behind it everything why we are called manav because we have come from manu from manu comes manav the original person from which our race has come he is called manu so everything has got a reason specific reason the entire etymology so uh, those living entities who commit great sins then what would be the future so the future it is told in the garun puran in other puranas that those living entities who are very sinful just like those people who commit gross crimes you cannot do away just with the penalty then they are taken to court for trials in a similar fashion these very sinful activities uh, uh, if performed by the people such sinful people are taken to the court of yamraj yamraj is the dispenser of judgment for all the living entities so before going to the planet of yamraj the living entity has to cross a river and that is called vetarani and this river has got no water then what it has got it has got blood pus mucus and all such filthy things and so many insects and worms and the living entity has to cross this river so how you can cross the river it is very difficult a river which is filled with pus and mucus and so dirty and so many insects will come and bite and when the person is crossing there are crocodiles and other uh, very dangerous species in this river also they will also come and bite and there would be different birds who will try to pluck out skin and organs from your body in this way great torment happens to sinful living entity and after this this is nothing and for many many it is very huge river nobody sees the other end he has to just just keep on wading through and after a very very long time of suffering the person will be able to cross and then real punishment begins and so you can just imagine how horrible it is so god's arrangement is very very perfect nobody can go unscathed and escape like that doing all wrong things and thinking nobody seeing me so this is called vetarani so prahlad maharaj is telling it is very very fearful for people so some uh, pious deeds it is mentioned which can save a person from vetarani like a person who has uh, donated a cow or some other charities he has done then he can be saved so that is why people do so many rituals before death so that they can be saved from vetarani and other such things however we need not follow so many other details rituals if a person engages in service of krishna yamdutas flee from that person so this process is so nice everything is taken care but for general people living entities they have to execute all these things to safeguard them against such dangerous elements so prahlad maharaj is telling i am not afraid of this thing naivo dvije paradurattaya vaitaranyat i am not all not at all disturbed by 
afraid by this vetarani or of this material existence which is cause of constant anxiety and fear dualities so we want to come to a state of constant bliss constant happiness that is possible only when the living entity is free from the effect of the forces of this nature this material world we get forced into various desires various actions we lose control we are disturbed and i feel i should not be disturbed still i am getting disturbed so senses are very difficult to control sometimes there is death then i lament sometimes there is some loss of name fame property status and so many other things then again i lament and like this life is full of lamentation anxiety sorrow and all these emotions they put us into turmoil but how a person can remain undisturbed so that is why today's topic is very very important so we have to take from the example of prahlad maharaj how the small boy who faced the maximum a person can face in this world maximum torment maximum suffering he was put into in the open area when uh, you know hiran kashyapu was he tried various ways he was not able to kill then he put him in the hailstorm in the open nothing happened then he threw from the top of mountain cliff nothing happened then he threw him under the feet of elephant nothing happened he put him among the very deadly poisonous snakes nothing happened various very dangerous weapons were thrown at him nothing happened poison was administered to him through his own mother mother was crying but this father hiranakashipu was so cruel he forced the mother no you feed this rascal child he is worshiping my enemy so mother somehow gave under pressure but still nothing happened to prahlad maharaj so maximum torment maximum torture but he was completely undisturbed so prahlad maharaj tells what is the secret of my being undisturbed from all these things so this is a very great secret and what is that secret so prahlad maharaj tells in the second half of the shloka naivo dujay paradurattaya vaitaranyad tvad veer gayan maha amrita magna chittah because i am tasting something very very nectarian very very pleasant maha amrita i am tasting the great nectar so that is why i am not at all disturbed by anything else so if a person who is uh, tasting some very high grade of food something very delicious then he will not eat rotten food but if a person is very very hungry he would settle for anything as prabhupad was telling and we also have seen in the news reports it so happens i also personally saw how the brothers were trapped and the building collapsed i think it was an earthquake and these brothers were there and for many many days they were trapped so people asked them how did you survive so they told we were drinking each other's urine and like this in concentration camps after world war so it is recorded that people would eat stool also human stool to survive so if you are so hungry you will eat anything survive by any means in this way we do not know actually how to become happy the material pleasure which is addictive and never satisfying in nature and you have to work very hard for it that is taken as platform of happiness but everybody is dissatisfied the more you enjoy the more you indulge the more dissatisfaction increases in life but if a person has got a higher taste higher pleasure he would not fall for these lower pleasures so prahlad maharaj is telling i am not at all disturbed by any of these material disturbances why because i am relishing the nectar a very extraordinary kind of pleasure 
and from where prahlad maharaj's relishing that extraordinary pleasure he tells twad veer gayan maha amrita twad veer gayan veer means glories twad means yours gayan means i am singing i am always engaged in glorifying you maha amrita magna chitta magna means absorbed chitta means consciousness my consciousness is completely absorbed in singing your glories so this is the secret which is being revealed by prahlad maharaj so we understand that in order to advance in spiritual life to understand soul god and become happy we need to control our senses remain always equipoised not disturbed by distress or absence of distress which is called happiness <clears throat> some temporary sense enjoyment so a person needs to be equipoised <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> so those people who are equipoised they all they only can relish the spiritual pleasure they only can understand the science of self and god so how to remain equipoised how to remain undisturbed by anything so this is the secret twad veer gayan maha amrita magna chittaha a person has to be completely absorbed in glorifying the lord so we do not realize the power of these prayers but of course to reach such a platform a person needs to practice how to offer these prayers offenselessly to lord so god can be understood only if he describes himself or when the devotees glorify him they offer prayers whenever they see god or they feel the presence of god they feel influenced by the energy of god prabhupad explains unless a person is influenced by the energy of god he cannot offer prayers just like when a person gets influenced by the energy of a cricketer they start chanting sachin sachin or dhoni or whatever they are chanting now so when you get influenced by somebody automatically you want to play is glorify sing dance for that person we see they do for celebrities and cricketers and all sportsmen how people are so much uh, watching them with rapt attention and glorifying them talking about them this is natural for us but if you do it for a mundane person conditioned so like us it won't satisfy us it will not give us maha amrita magna chitta will not happen but here when a person does it for god does it for krishna it is a great science we all can experiment it for ourselves we have to do it execute under proper direction of spiritual master so there are nine elements devotional items which can transform a person to the spiritual state of existence so now we are uh, not aware of the reality of the spiritual state of affairs and we are just aware of this temporary reality which changes with bodies in this world so in order to come to real platform we are eternal reality is also eternal if we want to see what this world is in reality beyond this temporary manifestations this world is just compared to sand castles as the children they go to the beach in mumbai you can find beaches there juhu beach chapati beach and so many such a long stretches there their children go and play they make some sand castles and then the parents call the children back now come here and the wave comes or they dismantle the castle next day they will go they'll build a castle again this is what is happening with us here we are making castles some education some degrees some name fame some people around us and a wave comes or god calls come on there is time now go to next body and everything is dismantled again next life you build so this is happening but beyond this beyond that small temporary castle the children along with their parents they have in they have a life they have their house they have their real activities that is just past time which is happening for a small time in this living entity has got eternal activities with god but for a short while the living entity comes here and gets trapped in this 
temporary creations. So in order to come to real platform, it is told in the Vedas, nine processes have to be performed. Which are those nine processes? Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnoho Smaranam Padasevanam Archanam Mandanam Dasyam Sakya Matmini Vedanam Shravanam, a person can simply hear Krishna, Krishna's name, Krishna's instruction. Kirtanam, he can chant the name, instructions, qualities, pastimes. Smaranam, he can remember, just like Prahlad Maharaj, he was remembering. And there could be combination also. Person can chant and remember at the same time, or a person can practice any of these nine items. Then Vandanam, offering prayers, is another very important item. So a person can worship God, a person can offer prayers to God, a person can hear about God, he can talk about God. Dasyam, he can carry out the orders of God. By any of these processes, one of by following more than one or all the nine processes, a person can extra and can enjoy an extraordinary happiness in one's life. This is the only recommendation of the Vedas how to attain the spiritual platform. So today we will try to see these verses of Bhagavad Gita, which are the prayers offered by Arjuna. So Arjuna is declaring the position of Lord Krishna. So when we have to offer prayers, so few things are important if we have to attain this platform. First thing is these prayers should be sung by a pure devotee of Krishna. Uh, because we do not know God, we uh, may not properly glorify God. So Srila Prabhupada gives example. So there was an old lady, an old lady was facing an issue. And uh, of course, government officials are always there to help simple people. Some good officials you always find. And one such very high official, I think magistrate or somebody, he happened to come across this issue and he held the woman. So woman became very happy. And for women, the highest authority, the powerful, the most powerful uh, government official was a uh, Havaldar. You know, Havaldar would come to village and he would keep the things in order. People were scared of him. He was the authority there. Magistrate, no idea. So this person solves the problem of that old lady. And then she becomes very pleased. And then she's offering prayers. May God make you very nice, Havaldar. <laughs> So she is thinking that she is offering some very nice glorification, something very good blessings for the other person. But that is actually a demotion for that man. So nobody can actually satisfy God unless one knows God. So that is why if we have to satisfy God, we have to offer the prayers of pure devotees like Arjuna, Prithu Maharaj, Dhru Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj in the Vedas, or as it is mentioned in the Holy Quran, Bible, so many places it is mentioned. But prayers have to be offered in the footsteps of their pure devotees. And when the pure devotees chant the prayers, the prayers, all those words, any word which is spoken by the pure devotee, they carry special spiritual potency. And another important thing is these prayers, rather than being offered directly to Lord, should be offered through the medium of spiritual master. So that is why those people who uh, know the science, how to worship, God, they worship God through spiritual master. Unless you worship spiritual master, there's no question of satisfying God directly. So thus worshiping spiritual master is very, very important. So thus in our temples, whenever we start worship, we start worshiping spiritual master, then grand spiritual master means his spiritual master, then spiritual master or spiritual master. In this way, uh, any worship is being offered, it reaches Krishna. 
So prayer should not be offered to Krishna directly. Prayer should be offered through the medium of spiritual master. And we should repeat the prayers of spiritual master or of pure devotees. In this way, when we do the prayers, then a person can transform himself to a very high state of consciousness, a very high state of bliss simply by chanting the prayers. So let us see these wonderful prayers which Arjuna is going to offer, seeing this universal form of Lord Krishna. Text number 35. Sanjaya Uvacha Eta Shutva Vachanam Keshavasya Kritanjalir Vepamana Kiriti Namaskritva Bhuya Evaha Krishnam Sagadgadam Bhita Bhita Pranamya Sanjay said to Dhritarashtra, O king, after hearing these words from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Arjuna trembled, fearfully offered obeisances with folded hands and began falteringly to speak as follows. Arjuna uvacha sthane rishikesha tava prakirtya jagat prahrishyatyanurajyatecha Rakshansi Bhitani Dishodravanti Sarve Namasyanti Chasiddha Sangha. So we will first go through all the prayers and then we will read the translations. Kasmachate Nanameran Mahatman Gariyase Brahmano Apyadikarte Ananta Devesha Jagannivasa Tvamaksharam sat asat tat param yat Tvamadi deva purusha puranas tvamasya vishvasya param nidhanam Vetasi vedyam cha param cha dhama Tvayatatam vishvam anantarupa Vayurya mognir varunasya shankaha Prajapatistvam prapitamahascha Namo namaste stu sahasir kritvaha Punascha bhuyo api namo namaste. Namafurastad atapristitaste. Namostute sarvata eva sarva. Ananta virya mita vikramastvam. Sarvam samapnoshi tatosi sarvaha. Saketi matva prasabham yaduktam. He Krishna, he yadava, he saketi. Ajananta mahimanam tavedam. Maya Pramadat Pranayena Vapi Yachavahasartham Asatkritosi Viharashaya Sanabhojaneshu Ekotavapi Achuta Tatsamaksham Tatshamayetva Mahamapyameyam Pitasi Lokasya Characharasya Tamasya Pujyascha Guru Gariyan Natvat samu asti abhyadika kutonyo lokatraye apya pratima prabhava Tasmat pranamya pranidhayakayam prasadayetva mahamisha medium Piteva putrasya sakeva sakyuhu Priya priya yar hasideva sodhum Adrishta purvam rishitos midrishtva Bhayena chapravyatitam manome tadevame darshaya deva rupam prasida devesha jagannivasa kiritinam gadinam chakrahastam ichamitvam drashtumaham tataiva te naiva rupena chatur bhujena sahasra baho 
Bhavavishvamurte. So these are the prayers offered by Arjuna. So we can also offer these prayers every day. So we are chanting, we are hearing Krishna's name, we are worshipping Krishna. So offering prayers also is very, very important element. So Krishna has come here in the form of deity. Any form that we see of Krishna, that is not different from Krishna. If a person has, pers- has devotion, then those forms, either in the form of a laminated picture or on the computer screen or any form, wherever we see form of God, God and his form, there is actually no difference. This is the science of God. There is no difference between God, his form, his name. So whenever you see you any form of God, then we should understand God is personally present here. Whenever we chant or hear the name of God, we have to chant and hear with the realization, understanding that God is present here. Then we'll be able to treat the holy name form with great respect. So we should approach the forms of the Lord and then we should offer these wonderful prayers. This is the way of establishing relationship. Just like in this world also, if you have to establish relationship, you have to praise the qualities of other person, glorify the other person, and then the relationship is established. So this feature is coming because God also likes to be praised. And uh, so if we employ this process, then we will see how we are able to attain this platform gradually. We are able to enjoy the spiritual pleasure simply by offering these prayers. So now let us see the translation. What is the meaning of these prayers? So Arjuna said, O Rishikesh, the world becomes joyful upon hearing your name and thus everyone becomes attached to you. Although the perfect beings offer you their respectful homage, the demons are afraid and they flee here and there. All this is rightly done. So this is very nice prayer Krishna is telling. The world becomes joyful upon hearing your name. Unless the living entity is very, very conditioned, uh, just like a person who is fit, they will get taste upon eating the food item, but sick person will not get. So those who are materially very conditioned, so we have to wait for some time. We have to keep on hearing, 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 and slowly we also will start becoming joyful by hearing these names. So the world becomes joyful upon hearing your name and thus everyone becomes attached to you. So there are two kinds of treatment which Lord Krishna meets out to demons and to devotees. The devotees are saved, protected by Krishna and the demons are killed by Krishna. So a person can tell, oh, why God is so cruel? Why God is not taking care? This was not rightly done by God. As some people tell, Krishna is not right because he caused the killing of so many people on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. And some people, uh, sometimes, no, no, but here Krishna was very nice. He saved his friends. He saved his father, mother and other people from the danger. So this is very nice activity. But here Arjun is telling all this is rightly done. So those people who are advanced in the science of God, they admit, they understand that everything done by Krishna is quite fit. We are not able to understand. So when we take to Krishna consciousness perfectly, so whatever happens in our life, uh, Prabhupada uh, quotes very nicely how Narad Muni, he goes and he speaks sarcastically to Lord Narayan. So nobody can be sarcastic with God, but Narad Muni is so elevated that he's having that relationship with God that he can pass such sarcastic comments also in a joking manner. Very elevated platform. So Narad Muni tells, so see your devotees are there. They are very much attached to you. 
and just see what has happened to them their father died and they lost their kingdom and they uh, so many life attempts have happened and they are roaming around in the jungle they have lost their wealth so very nice thing has happened to them by being your devotee so a person can think that they are such uh, strong devotees staunch devotees why they are suffering and some people can become atheists just like after world war uh, many women they went to church that let our sons husbands brothers come back but of course world war saw huge many deaths and they did not come back so they became atheist so a person who is not very advanced he can become many times we meet people yes we were worshiping god for for last years last some years we have left, left this worship now we don't worship so something bad happened in their life and they become atheist they don't want to worship so they don't understand just like a father sometimes father may slap that is also for good of child and sometimes the father can feel can feed nice sweet dishes that is also for the benefit of child both things are out of love slapping or feeding both in a similar fashion sometimes krishna may save uh, the physical body of the devotee and sometimes there could be some trouble to the physical body of devotee but all this is for the benefit of devotee who is beyond this physical body sometimes the body has to be torn apart uh, just like the person is uh, having some disease so chemotherapy is given and so much suffering is there so that the person can be saved ultimately so some sufferings even on material platform we can see they are good in a similar fashion so those living entities whose mind and body they have become completely demoniac demoniac means they are putting other living entities into unlimited suffering so those people are killed and such killing is actually mercy of god because they have become so wrongly oriented that this body now it has become so much tamasic it will do more and more criminal activities so if that body is killed then that person is saved from committing so many other crimes just like the child who is about to swallow uh, some poison parents will come and give a slap what are you eating so that is for the safety of the child if the child is uh, walking carelessly on the road he may get a slap so that he can be careful otherwise it would be harm for the child in a similar fashion we have to understand the body is the killing also happens sometimes by god paritranaya sadhunam vinashayacha dushkritam but nothing is out of love everybody is child of krishna those children who have got into bodies which have become demoniac they are prone to put other living entities into suffering as per the laws of nature krishna does not interfere in the laws everything happens here by the laws unless somebody is devotee or somebody is great demon then krishna comes and does special interference so these demons they will create unlimited suffering in their life so krishna comes and stops them saves them from creating more suffering in their lives so this is also mercy of krishna and another special thing happens because krishna is supremely pure as soon as the demoniac people they come in contact with krishna they are killed personally by krishna so they become completely purified and they also get liberated from the process of birth and death so this uh, platform is attained by yogis after doing many many years of meditation and the demons attain this platform simply by being touched by krishna in the past time of killing so thus we have to understand sometimes we may lose uh, just like the pandavas they also lost although that is done with special devotees not with ordinary devotees so special devotees just to bring them uh, closer to his lotus feet 
and just to glorify them just see what is their character so much difficulty they had still their faith devotion in me always increased so to show the real position of devotee how he can remain undisturbed in every circumstances krishna puts such devotees into such difficulties prahlad maharaj so unless he is given poison nobody can see his powers that how poison is not acting upon his body unless haridas thakur is beaten unless prabhupad suffered from heart attacks and continued unless mirabai was given poison and nothing happened so how will the pure devotees their position would be glorified so unless bhishma is lying on the uh, bed of arrows and he is giving wonderful philosophy and knowledge from the arrow bed without any disturbance so all these pastimes which are apparently painful they actually are meant to glorify the devotees and increase their devotion for krishna so pure devotees are always remembered for these extraordinary activities so we have to understand physical suffering is not suffering for us and in a similar fashion not just physical on the physical platform name fame or xyz any other thing is not going to satisfy us so thus sometimes when we are following krishna consciousness the mind can be disturbed oh it is very difficult who will get up early in the morning so much disturbance in there in the mind no this disturbance we have to take in this way if we disturb our mind to make it rise up early in the morning we chant god's name then we will always be happy otherwise if we try to please the mind by sense enjoyment like people do now they always remain in distress although mind may get temporary satisfaction so we have to understand this very very important science do not get scared of physical troubles or mental troubles we are spirit soul we have to care about spiritual enjoyment so now arjuna is understanding that whether somebody is fearful of you somebody is dying because of your direction or somebody is being saved everything is for the good of the living entities so this is what faith we are supposed to have when we follow krishna consciousness next arjuna says oh great one who stands above even brahma you are the original master why should they not offer their homage up to you oh limitless one oh refuge of the universe you are the invincible source the cause of all causes transcendental to this material manifestation so here uh, arjuna is telling gariyase brahmano api adi karte you are gariyase means you are better than even brahma so some people are confused who is supreme brahma is supreme shiva is supreme so lord shiva comes from lord brahma and lord brahma is also inferior to lord krishna so here arjuna is telling the greatest devotee the most wise person who was qualified to receive knowledge directly from god so his conclusion cannot be wrong so he is telling you are more than brahma adi kartre adi kartre means the supreme creator ananta ananta means unlimited it means everything that we see here in this world it is under the influence of krishna's energy krishna is present everywhere in this world either personally or through the energies which are coming out of his body just like milk comes out of cow's body and the milk gets transformed into curds then into butter buttermilk ghee and so many other things sweet delicacies xyz these are all transformation of cow's energy in a similar fashion krishna and krishna's energy there is nothing else in this world so uh, either krishna is personally is present or his energy directly in the spiritual form or spiritual energy transformed into matter material energy but ultimately everything is krishna's energy and 
transformations of energies of krishna so thus krishna is ananta in this way there is no end to it everywhere there is just krishna krishna and his energy devesha devatas are very very powerful people worship devesha isha means controller but there is somebody who controls the devas also and he is krishna devesha jagannivasa this entire universe it comes out of the body of krishna just like our body also we release perspiration in a similar fashion the bubbles come out of body of a very great personality and that body is called mahavishnu it may be difficult to conceive but we can understand we are producing so many living entities so many bacteria and so many other things we produce constantly our body produces constantly within and without and sometimes you know those people who don't have clean hairs they have these small insects on in the hair also on the scalp and if you don't take bath then you will develop various insects on your body also when there is disease various insects they develop so our body also has got capacity of generating various kinds of living entities and other species also apart from human species we can generate so uh, we have this capacity because god is also having this capacity all the species all the bodies of this universe entire universe is coming out of krishna so that is why he is called jagannivasa the entire refuge of the universe the universe comes out of his body and it is maintained by the energy of krishna tum aksharam sad asat tat param yat what is the meaning of aksharam aksharam means imperishable it is not that the father creates the son and then the father dies krishna is different kind of father krishna is aksharam so krishna has created this temporary world and even when this temporary world is destroyed krishna continues to exist he is imperishable sat asat means cause and effect this material world is the place of cause and effect tat param and krishna is beyond this cause and effect beyond the material world so even though material world is destroyed krishna remains as it is tvamadi deva purushah puranah you are the original personality the godhead you are the only sanctuary of this manifested cosmic world you know everything and you are all that is knowable because we discussed everything is nothing but krishna and his energy so anything that we are knowing that is nothing but krishna either personally krishna or krishna's energy energy and person there is no difference because energy cannot exist without person person cannot exist without his energies if there is no energy in our body we are dead and unless we are existing our energies cannot exist so person exists with his energy so either we are studying the energy or we are studying the energetic ultimately it is krishna only so thus krishna is the person who knows everything perfectly because everything is him and his energy and if a person is trying to know anything in this world he is knowing krishna only in different transformations you are above the material modes o limitless form this whole cosmic manifestation is pervaded by you you are air fire water and you are the moon you are the supreme controller and the grandfather why grandfather because brahma is said to be pitamaha pitamaha means father the original living entity and prapitamaha means father of father so brahma has come from the navel of garbhodakshai vishnu so thus krishna is being addressed here as prapitamaha or grandfather and he is the supreme controller so uh, we are confused who is the supreme controller which devi which devta so here arjuna the perfect student of the vedas he is declaring you are the supreme controller 
Thus, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you a thousand times and again and yet again. Obeisances from the front, from behind and from all sides. O unbounded power, you are the master of limitless might. You are all pervading and thus you are everything. I have in the past addressed you as O Krishna, O Yadav, O my friend, without knowing your glories. Please forgive whatever I may have done in madness or in love. I have dishonored you many times while relaxing or while lying on the same bed or eating together, sometimes alone and sometimes in front of many friends. Please excuse me for all my offenses. You are the father of this complete cosmic manifestation, the worshipable chief, the spiritual master. No one is equal to you, nor can anyone be one with you. Within the three worlds, you are immeasurable. So here very nicely, this verse is also very important. Krishna is being addressed here as the spiritual master. From Asya Pujyasya Gurur Gariyan. So Krishna is the original spiritual master being the creator of the world. And anybody who simply repeats the instructions of Krishna, he is to be accepted as spiritual master if he cannot approach Krishna directly like Arjuna and Brahma. So most of the living entities have no such direct contact with Krishna. So there is no loss. Either you understand computer directly from the manufacturer or through the user manual, which the manufacturer has passed on to us. We get the same knowledge. So thus there is no difference if we hear from spiritual master who is coming in Guru Parampara from Krishna or if we hear directly from Krishna. So we are as fortunate as Arjuna was provided we hear in the consciousness of Arjuna in complete surrender and service attitude. So Krishna is called Guru. So nowadays many Gurus are there who have not read even Bhagavad Gita. So what is the qualification? They cannot repeat the words of the manufacturer. Thus their knowledge is imperfect. Then Krishna is being addressed here as Natvatsamo Asti Abhyadika Kuto Anyo. There are many philosophies which tell you can also become God or you are God. You have to realize that. So here Arjuna is, is telling Krishna, Natvatsamo Asti, nobody is equal to you. Nobody can become one with you. You are topmost. So thus all such philosophies are not supported by Arjuna here. You are the supreme law to be worshipped by every living being. Thus I fall down to offer you my respects and ask your mercy. Please tolerate the wrongs that I may have done to you and bear with me as a father with a son or a friend with his friend or a lover with his beloved. After seeing this universal form which I have never seen before, I am gladdened. But at the same time, my mind is disturbed with fear. Therefore, please bestow your grace upon me and reveal again your form as the personality of Godhead, O Lord of the Lords, O abode of the universe. So Krishna wanted to show this form uh, to Arjuna, uh, understanding the desire of Arjuna that no living entity in future should be cheated by false incarnations. So thus Arjuna is requesting Krishna, okay, I've seen this Virat Roop now, now please show me your four-handed Chaturbhuja form. So Arjuna does not want to leave any scope for future imitators who may tell uh, that I am also God. Today, unfortunately, leaders or founders of many spiritual organizations, they tell I am God. So we can request them that Arjuna requested Krishna, please show me your universal form. So please show entire universe in your body, that expansion you show, or you show this 400 form which Krishna is going to show Arjuna now. And if somebody cannot show, then simply telling I am God is not sufficient.
so now uh, we will uh, conclude this chapter in the next session with a very important subject matter of discussion vishnu has come from krishna or krishna has come from vishnu so this very nice revelation which can be cause of uh, confusion among many people it will be cleared and krishna will declare his real form in the concluding verses and these verses also cover the essence of the entire bhagavad gita so please do not miss we will understand in the next class so these prayers are very important please try to offer the prayers you can offer these prayers which we discussed today verse number 35 to 45 what arjuna is offering here like this many many prayers are there in the bhagavatam kunti marani is offering dhruv maharaj is offering prahlad maharaj is offering lord shiva is offering lord brahma is offering shukdev goswami is offering prithu maharaj is offering prachetas are offering many such prayers of devotees are there so all such prayers or one such prayer we can take out we can go in sit in front of temple or in front of krishna if temple is not there simply have picture of krishna on your phone start offering these prayers little every day and then you see how you will start uh, feeling gradual spiritual progression in your life so if at all we have to gain freedom from all the laws of nature always remain in a state of bliss krishna consciousness affords that facility it is not that you do meditation only that time you are feeling bliss other times you are disturbed you are anxious no krishna consciousness means whether you are eating you are walking you are talking you are working on your computer always you are having a very high consciousness of bliss and that is only possible when you are constantly meditating upon the form of krishna spiritual master within the heart and constantly offering prayers this is the practice that we have to do that is why it is told satatam kirtayanto mam krishna tells in bhagavad gita always keep on chanting my name man mana bhav mat bhakto think of me always so always we have to practice this thing always chant the names of krishna in every circumstance and try to think of krishna and i had shared this post in instagram those of you who have read please read this again five six very very important points are mentioned here in this very important instruction which prabhupad is telling to one of his disciples so prabhupad tells first of all in every circumstance we have to chant the name of krishna and meditate upon the form of krishna within the heart in every circumstance continuously throughout the day we can keep on doing but this practice is made possible only when we follow the first instruction of that of that quote and the first instruction is when somebody works very hard for krishna then krishna is satisfied so when we work hard so when we work hard then krishna is pleased and automatically krishna manifests his form within our heart so hard work is very important and uh, constantly offering prayers is important meditation is important and this will also happen when you follow two other instructions which we will cover in the next class also you can revisit that important quote which i have just shared today morning so each and every quote instruction of prabhupada is very very important so if you follow these things then only there is a possibility then there is not just possibility there is guarantee that 24 hours whatever activity we do will be always enjoying spiritual happiness and will be freed from the laws of nature so please practice this as far as possible try to implement this very important instruction in your life